Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpanito, your features editor. And Rutten, editor-in-chief. Rutledge Doggett, site founder. And I like how, as you said, editor-in-chief, you were as confused as anyone else. Oh, I was. I just noticed your st- stupid Grogu and it's Santa thing. Huh. It's been up there for three there? weeks. I don't pay attention to what you do. <laughs> I'd believe that you just have some like masking tape over your yeah. monitor, specifically over where Red uh, is. That's like new, thing. and yeah. this is new. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that took a year to come from. I'm really bad at this. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> from uh-huh. limited run games. Mm. And and if you want to see Rut point at his children, you'll have to go to our YouTube channel to watch the video for this wonderful yep. podcast. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about the case of the Golden Idol, and we're going to catch up more on some Midnight Suns action. But first, let's jump into some news. Uh, long-time listeners will know there's no way we couldn't have done uh, an episode of this podcast without talking about this first bit of news here. Uh, Death Stranding the movie. Is 10 happening. out of 10 games becoming a 10 out of 10 movie. 10 out of 10. Yeah, because that's what most movie uh, reviews yeah. scale on. It's a 10. Yep. Um, yeah, this is going to be a partnership with Kojima Productions and Hammerstone Studios, which is from the that recent movie Barbarian, the executive producer Alex Labovici. Um, that's his <laughs> studio. So those two are going to work together to create a Death Stranding movie, which I think... I think the plan is, and I've gotten this from leaked documents, they're just going to take that all cutscenes video from YouTube and just kind of like cut it down to about oh, three uh, hours and ten uh, minutes well, of content. One long fucking movie. Right, and then they're going <laughs> to they're going to IMAX it. They're going to throw it in a computer to IMAX it and make yeah. it 3D. Hmm. I never saw this Barbarian movie. Is it a good movie? It's... I, I've heard people like something. it. Uh-huh. It's got Bill Skarsgård in it. Is, is that the one with the uh, the Airbnb, but it's it's spooky, right? Yeah, it's Airbnb, hor- but spooky. Yeah, yeah, ho- horror and, uh, Airbnb. Yeah, my wife made me watch it. What it's, kind of uh, bullshit storyline is this? It's been double booked with a weird dude in it, and the lady's like, you know what? I'm gonna stay at this place anyway with this weird <laughs> man I don't know. Yeah, just wait. <laughs> I have to suspend more disbelief for this than I do for Death Stranding. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I, I've heard it, it's, it's it is worth a watch. I will yeah, say. I've heard it has like a. Doesn't it have it like, like a? It's well reviewed. Oh, it's got. It's, it's got some. Yeah. Yeah, it's like some parasite. real fuckery, is what I'll say. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Parasite's a good yeah. movie. It, uh, it did win an Oscar, right? It did. Yeah. It was best you know? picture. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if I would watch a Death Strike. Well, I will. Yes, watch you would. It. You would. I would. No, you would. At this point with Kojima, it's it's more of a morbid curiosity about like what else can this man get away with, as uh, opposed to I, mean, I am that's, genuinely that's excited. Fair. Murder. For, yeah. Well. Yeah. Maybe. I guess. I guess it's not like Nomura's making a movie, which I would be like, what's did, happening? Did Did Nomura make that Kingdom Hearts prequel movie that I'm forgetting the name? Oh. Back cover. Was he like the spearhead of it? I mean. Based on the content of it, he had to be. He at least wrote it. <laughs> so so Nomura one, Kojima zero. Right That's now. true. Boy, Kojima's got to step up his game. Yeah. I mean, we hear about movies getting these kind of deals all the time. They never happen. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if it never happens. But yep. yeah. But, but yeah, I know the Uncharted that, like, movie took like 10 years. So yeah. 
I know Kojima's like desperate to be like in the in crowd with movie makers though. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. I don't I know mean, how we, you make that into a, uh, just a singular movie, though. Right, because the <laughs> thing is, that there's been rumors of a Metal Gear Solid movie for years. Ever. I remember, like, in 2020, what wasn't fucking it, like... crazy movie that'd be. Right, there was, like, a leak or something that Oscar Isaac would was cast as Solid Snake, which, like, I'm down for that, but also okay. we haven't heard anything Good else. Yeah. That, right? You'd have to make um, that. That would have to be, like, just one of those high-budget, like, HBO or something series, right? You couldn't do right. it. Right. But I mean, what a single it, movie? There's no way for Metal Gear for Death Stranding. Yeah, Metal Gear. Metal well, Gear. Yeah, I feel like Metal Gear though is easier to imagine as either a movie or yeah, a TV well, show. It's, it's got it's, like it's, real story beats. Well, and it's a spy. Th- it's basically a spy thriller yeah. kind of thing, right? Like you could yeah. make I think it, it would fit really well as a TV show. Yeah, or like you know, just kind of dress it up like a 007 type, and you have a pretty decent movie right there, right? It's true. But Death Stranding, it's it's a lot of walking. Yeah. a lot it's a lot of climbing i mean yeah I mean, that obviously be the stuff that gets cut so what's left there's all kinds of scenes with you know with old guillermo yeah, and bb's nicholas winding refin and who the fuck else is in that again and you Mass know conan Nicholson. o'brien is in it yeah and oh my and, god and jeff keely it's hollywood star jeff keely Will Jihoff be in the movie as a cameo? I hope so. Guaranteed. Yeah, because, you know, and what, I mean, it's got a star. What if it didn't star Norman Reedus? Like, he recasts. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the other weird thing, too, right? It's like, with other video game movie, video games turned to movies, like, you know, Nathan Drake is a, a recognizable character, but he's not an actor, right? Actual like, you don't person. Look, yeah. yeah, you don't look at him and you're like, oh, that's Matt Damon or whatever, right? But here you look at Sam Porter Bridges and you're like, that's Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Like there's even a line in the game, in the fucking video game where he says, oh, this bike's cool. It's or something. It's it's just like that bike from Norman Reedus. Whatever the ride or some shit, right? Yeah. You think they'll still be drinking like Monster Energy? Like the Uh, energy now? Well, I mean, didn't in the the remaster director's cut or something, didn't they replace Monster Energy with something? They did. Generic. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but yeah. yeah, they'll get a bigger sponsorship from Bang for the next one. Mm-hmm. That's right. That the rain gets turned into that. Yes, yeah. man. Could you imagine if this movie gets made? It stars Norman Reedus, and the opening shot is him watching Ride by Norman Reedus, and <laughs> before he gears oh, yeah. up for a mission, it zooms in on his feet, and he's getting dressed. Yeah, and I don't God. know. Like yeah. I would be very curious to see what this would be, but I find I don't know I don't know how you condense that down because part of it is is like the slow unveiling of all the weird shit in the game. That's mm-hmm. what gets kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's like man, if you condense that, it would be I think it would be less impactful, probably. Yeah, because I mean I've always said with Death Stranding, it's the twenty hours of boredom that is the secret to the magic trick of the game. Like you need to buy into the boring aspects to feel better about the the other aspects is how I have always seen it. And that usually doesn't work in movies. Also, how do you make a strand type movie? It's a good point. 
and the that. year it comes out would it by default win best strand type picture of the year yeah. for being the only one so like that was the big thing with just standing it was you know connecting people right how do you connect people each movie theater is a thread each is each movie theater gonna have like you know like uh movie. who wants to be a millionaire where they each would be like the audience gets their little remote where they can vote <laughs> on the answers and we it's like a choose your own adventure voted by the audience or maybe it's it's like you go to the theater and it's only 10 minutes and you get like a 10 minute snippet of the movie and then you have to go online to twitter or mastodon and and connect Beautiful. with the people around and be like i saw this part of the movie where do you yeah. think it fits into the whole thing like what did you see and maybe or every movie theater gets a different cut or it's gonna be like clue remember the movie clue anybody seen mm -hmm. that no they, you haven't anyway you guys should, should go see clue because okay. obviously it's based on the board game and somebody gets murdered and they solve the murder and they sent they had several different cuts of the ending to pin the murder on somebody and you, uh -huh. you depending on where you were at you just saw a different ending that's kind of the movie yeah so they need to do that with this yeah 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 allegedly that whatever this plot is which is under wraps is going to introduce new elements plot's and characters. Under wraps, i think we know well no they're going to introduce new elements oh. and characters allegedly so i think mads mads is coming back Maybe Matsk is coming back, or hey, we don't fucking know when Death Stranding 2 is going to come out. Maybe this is an sure. interquel. Maybe oh, this God. is like, you need to have played <laughs> Death Stranding 1 and then watch this movie. And then watch That's this and probably then play the second be. one. Yeah. I mean, like, it's going to have fine. a dumb name, like Death Stranding Intermission or something Are like that. Are they Square Enix now? Maybe. I don't know. I guess that's one thing Kojima's been pretty. The naming conventions have been pretty normal. Mm -hmm. It's true. So yeah, they're, they're not as bad as like it's not going to be you know Death Stranding two point nine or two point eight Final no. Passage. Well, I know. I mean, we we just established that he's not quite on the genius level as Nomura, right? So it's true. Yeah, that's the next level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, only only Nomura would make a an animated movie set hundreds thousands of years before kingdom hearts i don't know the exact timeline i don't think it's that long but yeah it's a while yeah. about hooded characters that no one knows the names of yes mm -hmm. it's slower shut up <laughs> it's the silmarillion of the kingdom it's hearts universe <laughs> <laughs> but wait no it's not though because Tolkien never intended that to be something published. It was just his notes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that might have been the same for Nomura too. It's just his notes are in video um, form. I don't know. I think I think he very intentionally wants <laughs> wants his shit made. Fair. Uh, speaking of things getting made, Amazon is partnering with Crystal Dynamics, which was recently published or purchased by Embracer. Just as a reminder to uh create more tomb raider games or specifically one you think okay yeah, yeah make you one more game. you think yeah. that they like caught together because amazon's like you recently made really bad games as a service game nobody liked that's kind of our brand and <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, part, we'll partner up with you <laughs> do, do you think maybe they had like an initial pitch of we want you to make marvel's avengers 2 that's right we really loved your work <laughs> and then crystal dynamics is like actually we didn't can we just do what we used to do 
Can we make a Tomb Raider 2? Or yeah. hell, even a Deus Ex. Can we... They don't do that. that no, that's no, Idos that Montreal. That's Idos Montreal, you're right. No. Yeah. 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 Chris Dynamics yeah. is, is the Tomb Raider devs. They've been making it since the beginning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down for I mean, the Tomb Raider reboot series is great. So I agree. I'm down for that. Yeah. yeah good enough for me. They were great. They had good, like the actress who played, uh, who played. Yeah, she was Croft. really good. I forget her name. I can't remember her name um, either. But she was fantastic. Uh, and I feel it's. Uh, oh, does Rut have it? No. Oh. It's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, uh, is it Alicia yeah. Vikander? Well, that in the movie, yeah. That was in the movie, yeah. Oh. I think she played the movie version. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember the name of the lady that does the, in the game. Yeah but um, she does a great job and yeah. i i'm down to see more of that and universe i mean it's pretty the, well written it's they always are flashy they're good i mean they're in that uncharted vein of kind of game yeah like like it's all flashy cool set, set pieces yeah cool action know, decent, and stuff and decent third person action shooter type of thing yeah um and i think the trilogy and like the trilogy that's out with shadow of the tomb raider it ends with Lara getting her iconic dual pistols. So, oh yeah, you know, it's it's kind of I don't know a, a weird prequel to like the old Tomb Raider or something mm -hmm. like that. Or like I could see the future of this franchise going pretty going in a pretty interesting Angelina direction. Angelina Jolie's coming back, baybe. Yep. <laughs> I think exactly that'll, it'll I be a, a time travel one where she goes and meets like Lara Croft's old Lara Croft now, and she's like, "Oh, I got to teach you the ways or whatever." Or mm -hmm. is it going to be like? They're making the new Indiana Jones. Is it going to be like that where he's treating, he's going to definitely, you know, train up whoever replaced him. Maybe. I feel like this Lara, at least the way the third, the, the shadow of the Tomb Raider, is that the third one, right? Yep. The way that one yeah. ends, I feel like this is more Lara's just getting into her stride. Yeah, yeah I, I was kidding. Yeah. But yeah, she's going to be like a treasure, like a real treasure hunter, archaeologist type that's right i finally yep. have done enough to prove myself yeah yeah so. uh, i mean they're fun games i'm mm -hmm. down for it yeah and it's gonna allegedly be an unreal five so, so it probably look pretty good I mean, have you seen fortnite looking. yeah it is kind of wild how <laughs> much that that newly discovered game looks better now yeah it does uh, and I think this is going to be one of Amazon's first like big single player action adventure games. I can't that way. think of a, of a, the last time they've published like I know they've they've uh, published a lot of stuff on like the app stores yeah. and things like that. But in terms of just big blockbuster video games in the AAA space, they've primarily been focusing on multiplayer and MMO experiences. Yep. So like you guys remember Crucible? Yep. Me neither. I do. <laughs> the uh, Ouch. um, I wonder what's interesting of like why Amazon what got involved. Like, what's that? What do they get out of this? Like, obviously, they're gonna say, "Hey, we produce this game that is gonna likely be relatively well received critically and by fans, most likely." Uh, if I'm just to guess, even though you know it's ways off, it's probably gonna be pretty good. Um, I wonder what what kind of nonsense they're going to have with whatever deal they made with Embracer. Uh, exclusive to Amazon Luna. 
Boy, wouldn't that be a fucking... <laughs> that'd be crazy. That'd be some shit. I always, I, forget, I always forget Luna exists. I think Amazon does too. So I might have just given them that idea. Yeah. For so, people that don't are like, what's Amazon Luna? That's Amazon Stadia. It's their yeah. streaming. Amazon Stadia. <laughs> yeah, Stadia yeah. is the most apt comparison. Yeah. yeah. Amazon Ouya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I doubt that's the route they're gonna take to be like. Yep, oh, it's, I don't think so. But yeah, just, I do wonder what they yeah. get out of it other than to be like, look, we can say we made like we've helped make a really good game, but likely a really good. I mean, if they continue with the same formula they've been doing with Tomb Raider, probably pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and I think that there's a part of it too where you know this could be there like. You know, EA kind of went through a similar arc where for a while, you remember back in the good old days where they were like, single player games are dead. <laughs> and yeah. then they then they uh, published Jedi Fallen Order and it's like, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Yeah, wait, people like those. Yeah. And hey, remember how the only thing people talk about with Titanfall 2 is the campaign? That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Well, only because they completely fucked their multiplayer by putting Battlefield out like the next week. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. They, they just kind of shafted it completely. Yeah, they completely hosed it. So let's yeah. have two very similar franchise compete with one another in the two week period. Go. Mm -hmm. And one of them is Battlefield. Yeah. Go. Yeah. yeah. yeah one of them is one they of did the... the same thing with 2042 as well. They dropped it around the same time as one of the Call of Duties, I think. I remember I think right. it usually happens. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, they don't own Call of Duty, at least. So it's not yeah. like they're sending it out to to kill itself. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, they, they sent it out to die this time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, 2042 had its own. Well, it's no Battlefield and, Hardline. Yeah, remember that's that? for sure. Remember <laughs> that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, good old Battlefield uh, Hardline. But, yeah. anyway, uh, Tomb Raider. That yeah. franchise that didn't sell enough for Square Enix. What was it? Six million for the first? Sells enough for... It's going to hopefully sell enough for Amazon, apparently. Yeah, I, I wonder if Amazon looks at its video game division that way. I mean, it's a business. I'm sure it's looking at like profit margins and all that. But in terms of money, I mean, AWS makes oh, more uh, than enough money for that it's, company. It's the brunt yeah. of their earnings. Yeah. yeah. Like, like It's kind of like how Microsoft can kind of just drop 69 billion dollars on a company you know it has that i mean i don't know if amazon is at that level i i don't know the figures for that tech sector as much but they have that similar vibe of you know they've got a lot of money in the bank yeah it'd have a lot more if they hadn't lost the jedi contract to Oops, microsoft yeah. though yeah yeah that's government shit though right not star wars shit yeah yeah it's an interesting very interesting name for what is essentially a the government contract. I thought it yeah. was funny. Right. But yeah, this this could be their this Tomb Raider game could be Amazon's Jedi Fallen Order moment where maybe they're like, oh hey, these single player games are pretty cool. Maybe we should invest in more. I mean, yeah. if Tomb Raider's anything to go by, there's probably gonna be a sequel to this Tomb Raider too. Mm -hmm. Like Tomb Raider never ends. Baseless speculation. <laughs> I mean, yeah, been, it's purely baseless. Yeah. They've only been making Tomb Raider games for twenty, almost twenty years, or thirty yeah. something years. Almost. Yeah, this is probably the last one for sure. You're both right. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna name this one like the Death of Tomb Raider or something. Yeah, it's like the first Amazon Tomb Raider. They just kill her off. Like, yep, series is done. Like Wrap in the first up. ten, the first ten minutes, and then <laughs> they introduce, <laughs> then they introduce a new character, Notten Dirk. Yeah. He's he's a hero, wisecracks all the time. Has his old 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 man friend named Selly. 
Sully. No, Sully. This, is, this is when they introduced young man Sully. Mm. He actually learned everything he knew from Lara Croft. Ah, so they're all connected. Yes. It's all then, one universe. And then it rolls into the, the um, Uncharted reboot that's allegedly happening. That's right. Yeah. Which is actually just Indiana Jones because he learned from Nathan Drake. Even though Indiana Jones happens in like the 30s and 40s and shit because the Nazis are around, but well, time travel, yeah, you know, some sort of time travel, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Indiana Jones coming out next year. Yeah. Hey, speaking <laughs> of franchises, speaking of uh, franchises that never end, Bayonetta. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, never ends. Is what, what? is what he he's hoping. Okay. Yeah, Hideki Kamiya, um, the, the the head honcho over at Platinum Games, he, he wants to make more Bayonetta games. I mean, yeah, that makes sense, uh, right? It's a, probably Platinum's yeah. most successful IP. I thought even probably it is, it definitely. Is, yeah. yeah, so they probably don't want to lose it. And uh, they have planned, well, he has plans on creating Bayonetta 4 and 5, and he said there's even been discussions about making nine total games in the Bayonetta series. We could, it's a lot we of be, games yeah this is like final fantasy it's endless games <laughs> yeah we're Dynasty gonna see like Warrior. some days are gonna be like bayonetta 14 it's gonna be the, their mmo the bayonetta well, mmo they're gonna have 11 which will be an mmo oh, yeah which nobody Warrior. likes like, yeah. yeah yeah but then 14 well first 14 no one's gonna like that either that's true and, and then it hits and they do a ride. full revamp yeah that's right mm-hmm. i i don't know i I mean, I like Bayonetta. It's it's fun, but it it does feel kind of weird to say this based on what happens in Bayonetta three at the end. Oh, yeah. I don't. I mean, I guess spoilers for the next like minute. Yeah. If if you care about Bayonetta three spoilers, probably I like don't. skip skip by thirty seconds or a minute. Uh, she dies at the end, and her kid takes over. What? Yeah, Bayonetta her is dead. Huh. Well, she I mean, to... this this feels like she could totally be resurrected. Well, so yeah, she sinks to hell. She could totally come back. Oh, for that's sure. the next game. She's just yeah. fighting her way out of hell. Get out well, of hell. Well, no, but then, the, the, it ends on so a freeze frame. Hades. It ends on a freeze frame of the daughter being like, "Hell yeah!" And then it's like, and then there's like a little logo, and it's like Bayonetta, like Viola will return, and Bayonetta is basically what they do. Amazing. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be um, busting her out of hell, and then ba- you're gonna get down there, and Bayonetta's like, "Oh, I'm Satan now. I've taken over." <laughs> maybe, maybe she's like the final boss. So. Uh, no, I she's mean, like, "You don't need to save me. I've kind of made this home." Yeah, well, because it, it, it ends with Viola fighting a shadow version of of Bayonetta, which is very contrived and just happens out of nowhere. So the shadow version of Bayonetta can basically say, "I pass the torch to you. You are worthy." <laughs> of carrying this franchise which i don't uh, know I, i've heard people aren't as happy with they don't really like her that much she's Just okay the overall vibe viola yeah she's that'll happen she's when you've got a beloved character that yeah they they move away from yeah and and also viola i mean she's like i think if she were the star of her own game separate from the bayonetta franchise i think she might be received more positively but she is kind of just in the shadow of like like Bayonetta is just pretty great. Yeah. 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 So I don't know what Bayonetta six or seven could look like. Maybe Bayonetta seven will be like the Final Fantasy seven of the first. That's where it really, you know, hits mainstream appeal. 
and sells billions, trillions of copies. Everyone buys it five times, you know? Wow, that still wouldn't hit trillions, but... 20,000 times. <laughs> Everyone buys yeah. it 200,000 times. That'd be pretty crazy. That would be like... <laughs> Wait, they it's like Grand Theft Auto 5 sales. <laughs> That's crazy. It'd be the next Grand Theft Auto 5, baby. No, I doubt it. But, I mean, hey, if if this is going to be Platinum Games with bread and butter, you know, just pumping out Bayonetta's... Yeah, well, hopefully it's, you know, a game they, like, like spend time on they seem to do that with bayonetta and, and they seem to half-ass some of their other games and it shows really wait hold on you think you yeah. think platinum has published a bad game a lot of them really name one i can name one that had only one player for a while <laughs> um, oh babylon babylon's they, fall they do a lot of bad shit they do it wasn't wasn't there like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, pretty rough. Sure. Yeah. yeah and they just do a lot know. of stuff where it's obvious that they're half-assing it or rushing it. It's like right. they know how to make good shit. We know that. And it's just obviously cut corners, which mm -hmm. sucks. I mean, they also did make Nier Automata, too. Like, well, they, oh, yeah, they do they, good stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying they, they obviously know how to make a very good game. Right. No mm -hmm. question. They just, see, they just do these small half-ass projects a lot. It's true. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, and I guess, in a way, this is a Nintendo story, too, now I think about it. I always forget that Bayonetta no, is a right. Nintendo exclusive. I, just There's something about it that just does not click in my brain, even though we've lived in this world for, like, for almost a while. like five, six, seven years or so. That is but, true. It, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a strange Nintendo franchise. <laughs> it doesn't really fran fit in with the rest. Yeah, yeah, there's something about Bayonetta's whole vibe that isn't mario it's, this is definitely not mario it's just i can't put my uh, finger on what's different yeah mm -hmm. it's yeah, not the I guns mean, since mario's got guns now he does he has like a mega buster gun how rad was it when fucking miyamoto shows up on stage with a fucking gun to talk about mario <laughs> that was pretty rad right yeah, yeah that was pretty that cool. was pretty good yeah well Hey, you know, more power to Mr. Kamiya. If he wants to keep making bayonetas. Hey, you do you, you man. Know. You yeah. do you. And hey, you know, Jennifer Hale could use the work, right? I mean, she, you know, it's right. <laughs> yeah. She's Damn. a starving actor. Right, right. Uh, last game on our list here, Gorilla, who uh, makes... You know, the very popular Killzone franchise and uh, yeah. a little-known indie gem you might have heard of, the Horizon games. Uh, they came out before two very big open-world games, if that helps. Uh, they are working on a multiplayer version of the Horizon game. And this is separate yeah. from their VR experience of Call of the Mountain. That's totally on its own project. This is just a new internal team at the Amsterdam studio that is doing a multiplayer game set in the Horizon universe. There's so many ways they could go about this. The one that I hope for the most is a Monster Hunter-like. Um, just cool. give some weird, crazy-ass robot robots to fight and do it the same way as Monster Hunter or Dauntless or whatever, where you're just kind of teaming up with people. I think that could be fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, it could be. And it's uh, going to be new characters with a unique stylized look. So it could be like this really cool looking Monster Hunter type thing. Because I mean, already Horizon has a similar vibe, right? Of like, you got to shoot off that part. Yep. Um, and I mean, aside from like, what are they called? Thunder Jaws? Yeah. Right? The, the big T-Rex types and probably some of like the final bosses that I don't know because I haven't beaten them and Hunt would definitely know more than I do. Like killing your average monster, uh, average robots, uh, it doesn't feel that Monster Hunter-y, but the bigger ones definitely has a Monster Hunter spice to it. They've oh, yeah. got more, they've got a few more bigger ones in the second, in the sequel. Nice. That are way fucking harder than a Thunderjaw. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that are big, like, I remember going up to one because I was all confident. I was like, oh, Thunderjaws ain't shit. And I went, that one just fucking wrecked me. And I was like, well, <laughs> gotta learn this one. Yeah, like I think I fought like a rock breaker or something like that. Yeah. I forget the name. Those things are pretty big. I mean, that was like kind of a mini boss. It was like in an arena. Yeah. The uh, one, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's like some spine. Uh, anyway, there, I could definitely see a, a big monster fighty thing um, going on. I, I don't know what else they would do. I mean, because it's a lot of like stealthy gameplay like the worst parts of the game are fighting human enemies <laughs> uh, that's the worst part of the combat so like i, I hope don't... it's not that for the multiplayer game yeah that would, that would be pretty lame i wonder too if they were they were really big on the um uh like hmm. arena thing in this one was a big like uh you would fight different challenges of monsters together, which was actually pretty, could be really challenging because if right. they're all at once or different robots together, or the machines yeah, together, yeah. Um, that kind of stuff on top mm -hmm. of it. I don't know. Uh, you, curious though. You know what this could be? Um, Evolve 2.0. Oh God. <laughs> if it's an asynchronous or a, a symmetric. No. Asymmetric. Asymmetric Nobody saw experience. like Turtle Beach Studios attached to this, did they? <laughs> I didn't see that name. I mean, think about it. You're you're a a baby Thunderjaw, and then you eat enough Whoa. metal scraps to become a Thunderjaw, and then you eat more to become an Apex Thunderjaw. No. And, and you kill all four of the hunters. Well, we're just assuming it's multiple. Is it going to be a co-op like thing? I don't know. I mean, they just said multiplayer. I feel like it's going to have yeah. to have some sort of. Is I don't it want to say it's live like, service, but it's going to be like Ark. Is that what it's going to be? Oh, like a crafting and survival. Uh, you befriend some of the things like, and erase some machines. Yeah, I mean, this could this could be a Fallout seventy six kind of thing, right? Where uh, yeah. everyone creates their own communities out there, because that's kind of what Horizon is, right? It's like little communities of people who have banded together. Yeah, mm -hmm. you just do that. I hope it's not that because those games fucking suck. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it could be neat because I think Horizon has a pretty strong identity in terms of you know it's it's world and so like well at least you look at a yeah. robot dinosaur and you're like yep that's Horizon right. It They've does. Kind of, I, um, I mean I think it, it it definitely does have its own thing going on. Yeah. So I could see Sony kind of capitalizing on it and. I mean, hey, didn't Sony say they want more live service type things? Maybe this is one of yeah, those. That's, I'm sure there. it must be. Yeah, it has to be like the a monster hunter like definitely makes sense with like the 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 giant creatures like 
That's also, to me, would be a very interesting one and immediately draws me in just because the combat of Horizon with the large ones is just so interesting and and challenging. Uh, I think it could be really cool to do it on kind of a co-op basis. Yeah, I'm definitely down more for like that Monster Hunter like idea because it's the coolest parts of it are like when you're fighting some big machine, you're like, oh, fuck, I got to figure this out and Mm -hmm. figure out an optimum way using the right kind of weapon, using the right kind of whatever to do it or Mm -hmm. to make it easier on yourself. Right. Tar- targeting the right parts to disable a certain move or all that kind of stuff. That's definitely the right. more interesting parts. Or like setting traps or like drinking yep. the right potions before a fight. All oh, that. that's right. Just make yeah. this a Witcher game. Make it the Witcher. <laughs> there were straight up Horizon. potions and, and traps in uh, Forbidden West, right? I don't remember potions. Yeah, you can craft potions. None of them felt useful enough where I was like, I need to drink them, but you could make potions. Like they had healing potions strength and shit oh like, yeah okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so I, I, I can, when i was thinking i was thinking like really big that they didn't really do much it was all yeah yeah no i, I mean but like amp them up and then you know make them feel Good. more useful in this sort of game right i could see that yeah. working pretty well that'd be a lot of fun and i mean hey between monster hunter world and rise like I mean, since World, I feel like the mainstream discovered this whole monster hunting genre. And yep. then Dauntless came out. EA is about to publish that. Ooh, is it, is it Wild Hearts? Is it Wild, yeah, Wild Hearts? Wild Hearts? Yeah, yeah. that's right. In February. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're about to publish a monster hunter like. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I like the Horizon stuff. It's, it's just solid good fun so yeah i'm down to try whatever yeah same here like they're they're at least gonna be decent if not great you know maybe i don't know about those multiplayer but if it's uh, another of the single player games i'd say i'd agree with you because this yeah. multiplayer i mean you could go all kinds of ways so i don't know that's true it's true could also just get scrapped because there's been a lot of like big ips like hey we're just not doing it anymore mm-hmm. uh, yeah. rip cyberpunk r.i.p well, I feel like that one got scrapped for for uh, other oh, it makes reasons. sense certain reasons. Yeah, I also wouldn't be surprised to see the Last of Us Part Two's uh, not come out. Mm. I think much? it is going to, but I wouldn't be surprised to not see it. Also, right. Well, yeah, I guess they are working on the multiplayer, but also weren't there rumors of a uh, Last of Us Three? Isn't that yeah, what a fucking dumb rumor? Uh, hey guys, I heard that the, they're making Final Fantasy Seventeen. Just saying. Just saying. I think they're making that. Like, fucking, of course they're going to make another Last of Us. <laughs> Duh. Like, yeah, you're, you remember after they made the first one, they were like, this is it. <laughs> Just kidding. Of course. Hey, this made a bunch of money. Guess what? I got another. They're probably making another God of War, if you believe it. No way. <laughs> mm. Yeah. That's just one of those dumb things. And there's a new Pokemon coming out next year, in case you didn't know. Mm. Or maybe in three years. So, so well, no, they they release a Pokemon every year. Damn it. Maybe Is one not been announced for next year yet? Yeah, yeah. They release some Pokemon game every year. Mm. Probably. Oh, they they have to release something for the new the new kids, right? The new yeah, the new show. Now that Ash. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, that'll like, be Ash in the or well, Ash is gone. Yeah. Ash well, I guess fucking it, dies. That's how yeah, the show it's, ends. It's not like I guess Ash isn't even in the TV show, though, right? Like, or not in, in the games. He's not he's even not in, in the, the games. games so no. I mean, it probably doesn't Pikachu matter. Pikachu kills Ash. She's tired of shit. 
It's the final. <laughs> he f- Ash is like, I'm tired of you not going in this fucking Pokeball. And they fight over it, and Pikachu kills him. Yeah, and then at the end of it, Pikachu goes Super Saiyan and turns into Raichu, finally. Clo- closing the loop on the narrative. 17 years later. Once and for all. Yeah. True art. Uh, let's talk about games. Otten, you have been playing The Case of the Golden Idol. Yes, I know you all have heard of it. I have, yeah. I have. You have? Yeah. Wow. I have the PR emails. Oh, that's <laughs> not how I heard about it. I've heard about it through other podcasts, yes. It is a pretty cool game. Not a long game. I haven't finished it yet. I'm almost done with it. Mm. Uh, I just started it last night. But it's... Uh, hmm. It is a... I don't know how to describe it. It's like a deductive reasoning game where like imagine um i guess most people are familiar with like phoenix Wright, and like when you're going around scenes collecting evidence and stuff imagine that but like better way better more more detailed with a lot more information to collect and I, i've heard people kind of compare it to obra din and yes of i'd like, say it's closer to that mm-hmm. and because you're getting stuff like you're getting a ton of information like uh you pull a bunch of names you pull a bunch of like concepts or like uh like let's say a lot like every scene someone's dead either they've been murdered or something's happening to them and you're trying to figure out what the hell happened how did this happen and it's just a single scene that's you're pausing a moment in time there could be people in it you can like click on them and you can see what they are what they have in their pockets like they, they'll have a line or two to say potentially but that's it like you're not going around talking it's just these individual scenes that you're collecting bits of evidence and then at the end of it you're you're putting it all together to make sense of what's going on like on, on the very left of your screen always is uh like a few sentences that are have a bunch of fill in the gap places for you to say so and so did this to so and so or whatever uh, with this object or like let's say you find someone that has a club uh it, one of the verbs you might get is clubbed so that's something that you could potentially plug in later be like he clubbed him or he so and so shot this person or mm. was shot or stuff like that uh, but they give you very interesting scenes like one of them was a dinner scene where you had to one of the little things you had to figure out was where everybody was sitting because they're all up because someone gets poisoned and you're like holy fuck who did the poisoning and why um and you have to figure out where they're seated around a table and that's important to figure out who was poisoned and you got to go read all this evidence to figure out who was the poisoner and why did they do it Mm. um and every scene you get a bunch of people in it and part of it is just naming the people you got to figure out who the fuck is who because sometimes you get lucky and they're like hey dude like what's her name uh like hey lucia or mm-hmm. like, oh good i know that lady's name because she said it to her so they're talking uh but a lot of times it's you just trying to figure it out and put it together because they don't tell you mm-hmm. so that's usually how i start is figuring out who the people are in the scene um and put the the evidence together but it all it tells a through line story of this golden idol like the very first scene you do is uh, it's not really much spoiler it's they two guys were explorers and one betrays the other and kills him because he wants all the shit for himself and he takes this idol and this idol like it seems to be like hey a lot of bad shit's happening to people because of this idol um that people and people want it Mm. and it just gets progressively weirder like every scene is a little bit further in time ahead so you do see recurring characters in these scenes 
so sometimes it's easy like oh i know this person's name because i've seen them a few times now so i don't have to worry about figuring them out right um but there it's it's really interesting these you get they get pretty complicated where uh, i haven't yet um but i know a lot of people are like fuck i gotta like take out a notebook to write stuff down because i know it's no certain things about who's doing what here and and in this little bit of information because they also throw a bunch of red herrings in there of information that has not no bearing like uh you get a whole like um the bottom part of your screen is full of just words like either names or objects or whatever to use and you won't use a ton of them mm. like it's not like oh i have to find out where every little bit goes it's like no there's you get a bunch of information that you don't know whether it's relevant or not right and then you have to figure it out interesting it's yeah a, it, it really is like a like a phoenix right type of thing like the, in the way, investigative parts of it yeah right where you're then you're then putting it together um and i like that they do have a hint system that i haven't used yet but uh they, and they like, well they try to like and they want they encourage you not to because they say hey the whole point of this is for you to try to like work through what's going on you're gonna really i mean if you just used hints you could get this game busted out in an hour the whole point is you moving around trying to figure shit out and and piecing it together and so they'll give you like some helpful things like hey have you reconsidered think about evidence in a different way this way or like they try to give you a little bit of tips of how to think about stuff without giving you specifics about whatever you're looking at right before you get the hit because i i clicked on the thing and that's what it said but um i don't know it's just it's very 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 uh, satisfying when that clicks you're like oh shit that's what the thing mm-hmm. is and you figure it out um, yeah it's like very about why something thing. happened oh. yeah it's yeah. A, lo- a lot of those moments of um little eureka moments like oh shit that's why or like when you finally reason out why did i why is this in here because everything has a place well not everything sometimes it's there to just be like i don't know figure it out it's fucking relevant dude and it's just for you to like get focused on it but once you realize oh shit that's the little piece of information i needed and that makes everything make sense of why this happened right um becomes interesting and it is it's interesting how they'll also like play on like the certain characters come back in the future scenes and they they play on the fact that you know certain things about them but don't nest that information doesn't necessarily reveal itself again in this scene you mm. just happen to know already about them right in some ways um but they get pretty interesting and elaborate like i think um i had like over what was it the most i saw was 36 pieces of information that i could use in one thing and i had to identify nine different people yeah i'll just do the 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 table setting scene i had to figure out where five people were sitting at a table Mm. And I had to figure out where the four servants slept in the house or the five servants, where, what, which rooms individually they slept in. Cause that did matter um, right. to figure out who poisoned this lady at the table. Mm. Um, and then on the left side uh, where it is just a little story of what happened. So-and-so put poison in this drink for, cause they want to poison this person at the direction of this person. But so-and-so drank this and they're the ones that end up die or whatever stuff like that right you know is this is this the kind of game where like there is only one right answer or can you keep going through the game with the wrong no, answer it's one, one right answer okay one right answer yeah gotcha no yeah they're not one where you could just completely fuck it up no right 
Because I think that'd be interesting too, right? It's if you you operate future cases on false presumptions and things don't line up later and you're like, hold on, I need to yeah like go through all the evidence again right but what's nice so far i haven't run into the it's like i don't understand how they got there no like weird weird logic it's like oh no that definitely makes sense Mm. now that i have this information i get it like why that is the case right Uh, yeah that sounds really fucking cool i like yeah i don't think it's ever a long game like i think i'm i played three hours of it and i my guess is there's probably one or two hours more Mm. I mean, obviously, you're, it's going to be longer or shorter depending on how quickly you figure shit out. But right. um, it's very satisfying and like thought provoking and like I don't know. It's it's definitely my kind of puzzle that I want to figure out. It's interesting because mm-hmm. there's there's even like context clues visually that don't necessarily show up as a a clue that you can pick and use. It's just that's just how the scene looks, mm. and you pick up on stuff. Um, it's definitely pretty good nice you know something something i remember running into while playing the phoenix right games there were some times where it's like i know like this is what the video game wants me to like this is what this is the conclusion the video game is leading me to Mm. however it's i can't figure out the right evidence to present because the logic they're using is kind of weird yeah do you ever run into anything like that in the game no it's it's pretty apparent like so it does make it a little simpler for you like um names everything's kind of a little color-coded like names have a certain color uh like a verb or an action has a certain color like objects have a certain color and like the the spots you have to fill are color-coded so you know like i'm not i'm not it's not totally free form or like fuck i don't even know where a name or whatever goes because um so you there's only a certain number of combinations that you can figure obviously there's a lot of them that you could do um but it's never no not you're not you're not running into that it's more of you definitely trying to piece together what the hell is going on Mm. kind of thing nice because one thing i had turned on like they like at the beginning asked like hey do you want to be like pixel like do you want to be hunting stuff to click or do you just want us to highlight the stuff you can click and i'm like just fucking highlight because that's not the, the game to me is not figuring out what i can click it's now that i have the information what do i do with it mm. kind of a thing so like you right. you could turn that off or on whenever you want it's like a little toggle on the screen so if you are one that does want to just explore a scene and click on figure out what stuff you need to look at you can uh, that's not the part that i found interesting right um but it lets you get all the information so you know you didn't miss something that you do need mm. uh, or okay. something like that nice and and what platforms is it just pc right now so you're playing on i'm playing on steam i don't know everything that it's on yeah cause um I can't say i've seen it on the playstation i was just looking at the playstation store last night i didn't yeah. remember seeing it there well it's something that um it came out back in october it looks like it's on gog and steam yeah it's like pc only looks like it might be a pc only thing i mean it has controller support um i saw like you Mm. can set that up so i don't know if maybe that's one of those things planned in the future where they just you don't have the budget necessarily right (laughs) because it costs a lot of money to get on those but i it's a it it does that um it's very satisfying in how it marries gameplay and and story because it doesn't tell you an outright story like at most you're going to have one or two lines that a single character says so in total in a scene 
you know they might you might have 10 or 12 lines of dialogue maybe mm-hmm. like there's there's documents to read but even then there's not a ton of it so there's not a th- it's not telling you a story like outright um throughout it so you're not it's not hand holding you in any way it's all you putting together the story in your head based right. on the information that you find and then de- deducing what happened in this scene and then it moves you move on to the next scene which is usually a little bit in into the future a little bit like you know months have passed or maybe a couple years or whatever <laughs> kind of thing um and that's what's satisfying is how it a lot of games could tell you a story but they don't necessarily marry the gameplay with it and all this is done through you through the player right completely even from the beginning it doesn't tell you anything like you just get into a scene and you just start clicking around like i don't know what the fuck i'm supposed to do in this game (laughs) but it's just figuring out what you do and it just it i don't know it clicks immediately right as soon as you as soon as you get like oh i know exactly what this game wants me to do now and it just the way that it's all up to you and everything goes through your head like it doesn't give you anything it's all you figuring everything out it's pretty satisfying you put together the story it's mm. not spelled out. Um, that's that's a good game storytelling to me. Yeah. Where yeah, I mean, it's not told at you. You make the story essentially in a way. So you're a big fan of the Soulsborne series, <laughs> Elden Ring. Yeah. I do yeah. like that aspect of them. Yes. Mm, just just not the rest I of it. I think that they're. Uh, I think that that is sometimes a little needlessly obtuse and way too spread out in a story obviously this is a it's a through line like it's not that right. but i do like when they when you were the one piecing stuff together because it's 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 the interactivity that's makes games great right and so mm-hmm. if you can get that into the story people are experiencing not like okay i played gameplay for this cutscene to play more gameplay to get to the next cutscene kind of thing where right. it's all you are it's all married together and happening at once um not a lot of games do that very well i think this does i think it's excellent mm. it's a great game i started look i the 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 devs that looks like this their first game at least is this team i was like damn so i'm whatever they do next i'm down it's yeah pretty great yeah i feel like there's not that many games in this kind of genre i don't even know what you'd call it like a detective i don't know detective it's a deduction genre it's like, kind of like it, it's point and click vibes in the way that you're collecting certain things and talk but you're not there's no exploration it's literally like here's a tableau of something you're mm-hmm. seeing a murder scene and the people like freaking out around it yeah or whatever and figuring it out yeah because i mean i can think of i mean oberdin is like the the direct comparison and I, yeah. it makes me think too of like masked brutal is that 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 smaller game where it's like you can rewind time so you have to explore the area as a murder is about to happen so you're trying like you always so you have to go back to the beginning every time to figure out all the clues it's like 12 minutes great game 12 minutes exactly it is a lot well 12 minutes is another game in this genre perhaps not with a great conclusion but (laughs) great (laughs) idea yeah Uh, yeah yeah oh it's, it's just a great little logic deduction kind of thing where all the information is there and it all makes sense if you think about it mm-hmm. there's no moon logic bullshit where you're like i don't understand how they got to this right if if you pay attention to what's in front of you you'll get there yeah like the skill checks are all in your head kind of yeah well yeah that kind of stuff and i don't know it's just 
it's very satisfying that all the tools are in your hands and you just need to figure it out it's like one of those uh it's like the nonary games games when mm-hmm. you're like the first time i played 999 that was one of the only games i've ever like actually written out notes of like okay this fucker was here the here where right. you want to get to the true ending because there's a bunch of endings to it but you want to figure out what is it that actually happened mm-hmm. and who was where at what time and that kind of thing um not a lot of games do that for yeah. you yeah it's very true anyway, i good think game yeah it's good to hear the case of the golden idol if you want to check that out highly recommend it hell yeah uh rut you have continued to play marvel midnight suns i've also played a bit of it you said you were 40 ish hours into Uh, this video game i don't know a fair amount in 35 35 getting close yeah so do you do you feel like you're close to an ending because i've heard this game is like 80 hours I don't know. Like, okay. um, so I've finished all of the stuff in kind of the Abbey area that you can do. I'm, I'm missing like one journal. So at some point I'll go hunt that last one down. Um, so I've like done all of that stuff. And really all that remains is like the core story and kind of character interpersonal stuff. But I mean, part of the reason I'm 35 hours in is I do a lot of the side missions pretty repeatedly not only to kind of like level up characters but continue to like add stuff um so i mean like i'm decently far into the story but i think my highest friendship character is like a four at the moment well i guess the cap is five right it's like level five friendship i think it's five yeah and you just kind of pepper it between characters there's not as like the hangouts seem a little like sparse at times like some nights I'll get like three hangout options in a row and then I'll go like two missions without any. Mm. Um, so leveling up your kind of friendship level takes time. Um, but it's definitely, uh, I'm hooked. Like the con- like there's the different, you've got your core missions and then you unlock something later on that's like challenge, it adds challenge missions. Um, so I've been doing a lot of those too because it is, it's legitimately a challenge to complete them right um and if you screw one thing up you're kind of like you're boned you're not going to finish it mm-hmm. um but like the just the the card based combat and the way that like you can strategically knock people around to combine with other abilities and stuff like that is just hugely addictive yeah um, you're always trying to think like okay if i hit this one and then hit this one over there and then do this area of attack ability i take out like five people or whatever mm-hmm. um it just every every single mission is unique and offers a different challenge. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm finding that too. And when I'm playing uh, with this, I am also playing it similarly to you, where I'm doing a lot of side stuff, not mm-hmm. so much that like I still haven't like the last story thing I did was Spider Man saved me from Venom, and that's pretty early in the in it's the story. Early. Yeah, that's like the second or third main story mission or something like that. Because I've just been doing a lot of the side quest stuff. Because mm-hmm. what fascinates me about this game is I like a lot of people have been comparing it to it's like Marvel meets Persona, like the social yep. aspects of Persona, which I'm a big fan of Persona. So I was like, all right, let's check this out, right? And 
I'm I'm torn about how I feel about the social aspects of the game. We're we're publishing a feature about it if you want to check it out on our website techraptor.net um cuz the the social features are pretty cool. Like it does feel persona-esque and like how you're kind of building these relationships with these heroes that you do know. I mean, if you've seen a Marvel movie, you fucking know these like a lot of these characters. Mm-hmm. Like Iron Man is in it and they hired a voice actor to be totally not Robert Downey Jr. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like he's pretty close. It's pretty um, close. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Strange is different. They're doing a more like I am very eloquent, sorcerer supreme kind of voice, right? Not yeah. so much the um the Benedict Cumberbatch surprisingly good American accent that's like kind of snarky and sarcastic, right? Yeah. Um so these are characters you know and you get to know them through your avatar that you create called the hunter. Uh, and your hunter could be, you know. Like you can customize them however you want. And you unlock more customization later on down the line that you can mm-hmm. buy with in-game. Well, it's it's like a currency you can earn in the game, like by doing missions. Just by doing missions, yeah. Yeah, so you, you know you can you can dress them up however you want. They have like casual outfits when you're in the abbey, and then like whatever, like you can kind of make all sorts of superhero type designs, like mask, no mask, hoods, capes, whatever. I run. Uh-huh. Are, are you are you playing a male? hunter mm-hmm. yeah how, how do you feel about the male's performance the 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 man how how is he it's that was a very funny sentence <laughs> it's, i mean it's not terrible like i don't i don't get a ton from the the hunter interactions like i'm enjoying the the other characters a lot more the the marvel characters yeah yeah, yeah i i chose the there's the a lot woman. more there Right. I'm playing as a woman, a female hunter, just to kind of see what that is like. And it's so unfortunate. Like, I I hate that I have to, like, I feel this way about it, but her performance, it's like she was given a very different, like, direction, like in the voice acting booth compared to every other character. Every other character was like, you're in a Marvel game, so... You know, this is Marvel, it's quippy, it's witty, it's funny, it's snarky, it's silly, it's jokey. So, you know, play it up. And then, the at least for the woman, the female hunter, her voice direction was like, you're in Lord of the Rings, or you're mm. in Dragon Age. You're very, It's very serious, very stoic, and it just feels so out of place when you're you're chatting with tony stark and you can like there's dialogue options and you can choose a thing where it has to say like in parentheses joke joke yeah which i need because i'm reading this and i'm like i don't know if that's gonna be a joke and even the delivery of it is like i'm still not sure that was a joke it's like like that on the male side as well okay because it it just feels doesn't feel as good yeah like i i honestly kind of wish they went with the silent protagonist route i feel like that would have had more impact because unfortunately by voicing the main character it it's like just the fact that it feels so different from all of these marvel characters it kind of takes me out of some of the social interaction bits because you know they're like these marvel characters are like you know they're like cheeky and say like carol danvers you know captain marvel she'll be like you know what i don't hate you And, and it's like you know a fun way of saying like oh you're all right you know yeah but the then the hunter, she's like, you don't hate me. And it's like, this is fucking weird, dude. I don't even know if <laughs> I don't even th- know if the hunter is understanding 
what's happening here sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it's so a little weird. Like, a the performances. <laughs> I mean, she's 300 years old, right? Like, she's from a different time. So, that, you know, I guess. And yet, that's like, part of knows it. what everything is because there's this, like, weird. Like, while I was asleep, I knew what was happening. I dreamt about what yeah. was happening type thing. Yeah. There was a line where she says, weird. I know what a car is, but I can't drive. Yeah. What's the payoff for all that? Like, what's the point of making this? Why can't it just be, hey, I'm, I'm the guy that was from the street, and now I'm a superhero somehow? Because well, it's you... all tied into, like, Agatha and a lot of stuff. Well, because well, you... You're the hunter, you're the chosen one because you're the protagonist of a story. Yes, yes. Um, so you were chosen back in the day and you sealed away Lilith because Lilith is your mom. And then oh. you go to sleep for 300 years and they're like, we'll only wake her up when Lilith rises again. And then Lilith rose again. So well, they unsealed you're you. Like, you're like Demolition Man, dude. Yeah. I, th I mean, the strongest parts. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The strongest parts of the game are definitely the combat, the deck building, and then some of the relational stuff for me. Like, I think those three together create like this. OK, if I do this, then I get this. And if I do this, I get this type stuff, too. So it's all a little bit intertwined. Yeah, um, I, mean, I think overall, the entire game is pretty strong. Like, I think it does nail that persona aspect of you you know you build up the friendship levels which then pays off in the combat like there are team up attacks you can only do if you know everyone gets a little more chummy so mm -hmm. that stuff is pretty cool i just i think the only hitch i have is some of the delivery from the hunter sometimes it just kind of takes you right out of the the fun. like even blade who comes off pretty like stoic and harsh so like he's silly too like you find yeah. out he's writing a book on how to survive like vampire attacks or whatever and he's yeah. like hey can i pitch you my first paragraph and he pitches it to you and then you get hung up on what was it like vampire roosters yeah or something like that or where where roosters and you you ask him about it and he's like what too weird look i mean and then he like goes on this whole <laughs> terrain about it and yeah like suddenly he's a marvel character but then you're how like is. how excited he is about book club yeah yeah and and like how uh what's her name nico like nico. starts this um this club where they're trying to figure out how you beat lilith the first time by diving into your memories but you have a memory block because they needed a story beat for that um and she gathers dr strange and uh this other character named magic and pitches to dr strange the name of their organization and it spells emo kids <laughs> And Doctor Strange doesn't know what an emo kid is. So he's like, yes, that, that will be our name. Yeah. Yeah. So is the social stuff and that kind of thing more like Fire Emblem or more like Persona? Does it sound very Fire Emblem -y to me? I've not played it. I, I think Persona is still the more apt um hmm. comparison i think you build a little bit of friendship in the fights like that's very fire emblemy and then after you mm -hmm. build enough friendship you get a little cutscene, right in this it's definitely more like you do the fight then you come back to the abbey and then you can play video games with blade or you can get a drink with carol or you can you know watch a movie with tony stark like that stuff feels more that's that i think that's why the persona comparison gets made and then once you hit a threshold they'll text you and be like hey you up want to hang <laughs> oh. basically yeah <laughs> yeah 
and then when you hang you out got with tony them, stark like hey i want to go i i like your company i want to go on a walk with you and you're like yeah. sure okay Does Pepper tony stark? yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, then they text you once you hit the threshold, and then there's like a little cutscene where they're like, you know what? I like you more. I you trust know, so you. It more would make more whatever. sense if this is happening. It's like you always hear about the Olympic Village. It's crazy shit happening. <laughs> Imagine a bunch of superheroes together. Fuck, that dude, was, get, out, get out of town. This game would get real weird real fast. <laughs> yeah. So I think Persona is the more apt comparison okay. than Fire Emblem. I mean, I think if you like a deck building and you like the XCOM games, you will absolutely love this game. Mm-hmm. Like, what if I hate deck building, but I like the XCOM, the XCOM games? I think you'll still like it because the deck building oh. is it's not like insanely intense. It's basically you have cards, you can upgrade them and you can add modifiers to them and you can only have eight cards per character. And so it's it's not like you have this m- massive amount of choice and the fact that every turn your card pulls are randomized it's it's not as intense as like because you can redraw and stuff like that it's not like oh you have to have the perfect deck that perfectly aligns Um, you can't really screw yourself over i kind of disagree i think if you really like xcom and you're expecting an xcom game this you're gonna hate this unless you like marvel enough to kind of overwrite it but like the deck building is a pretty core part of it. And I think it gets a little bit more complex it's for people who don't like deck building. There's this added layer of complexity. You're not building one deck. You're building eight decks. You're building nine decks. You're building however many decks for the characters. And then you yeah. have to think laterally about, okay, if I have Spider-Man in my party and he has these kind of abilities that kind of like to have the optimal strategy, I need to make sure I like choose other characters in the party that, can complement him or that synergize so you're you're building separate decks way more effort than and, I do. and then combining three separate decks i think so i I'm like these I abilities are cool and then i grab random characters yeah I, so. you can get I, what, what i'm getting is rut is probably getting at is like you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want you'll be fine but you could also yeah. make a super well like you could yeah if you want to play like the hardest difficulty you're for sure gonna have to build really like synergistic decks right but for me i've been winging it and it's i'm doing okay yeah sounds about right one character survives at least so um that yeah that's no no permadeath there's no No. you get injuries yeah and then that kind of disqualifies characters but you can send them to like a little spa between missions so of course of course it's very dark done darkest dungeony yeah. um i think yeah if you want to climb up to the higher difficulties that's where the deck building will become more of i think an obstacle for people who don't mm-hmm. like deck building that much yeah. um and they do the difficulties similar to like a diablo style game where like there's there's like eight or nine different harder difficulties but you have to like play a few rounds in this one to unlock the next one and then the next one and the next one and the higher up you go the more of that um the more xp you get so your characters level up faster but then also you get more of that currency where you can buy cosmetics so if you want to deck out your hunter faster you play on the harder difficulties yep yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) but overall i mean i do dig it it was pretty fun like it I think it's a really solid strategy game and very unexpected yeah. for the year. I mean, we, with knowing Fire Access is behind it, like it's going to be a pretty good one. I think it just kind of flew under the radar, like kind of easy to forget that it was happening until. I think the deck building threw everybody off. 
where it was yeah. like, yeah, we're going to get like an XCOM game, but then the cards are in and they didn't do a good job of showing how it how it worked or kind of the some of the stuff you could do it felt like and then once you get in and start playing you're like oh this is this is actually kind of nifty like i like this mm-hmm. um because i had no intention of playing before the reviews started coming out yeah same it was the reviews that kind of tipped me toward it um because mm-hmm. at first i was going to get callista protocol and then that same. um you know oops uh what happened yeah. that? uh well the reviews made it seem not as not as my vibe as i'd want it to be mm. so yeah and dead space comes out in a month exactly yep. and that i'm excited for um i do i do think some of my favorite things in the game is the synergies you can do though that is fun like so you can create holes in the ground to hell with a ghost rider and then like a bunch of other characters have knockbacks so you mm. can just Smack knock people in the hell yeah and like that feels pretty cool to do like when you when it's just that synergy going on right so i don't know i dig it it's a neat little game and and if you are big into marvel this game delivers there's so many like tidbits and stuff that you're just like i know what that's referring to and and all of that kind of stuff yeah like i don't know much about the runaways or ghost rider or anything so that stuff is kind of new to me and i think at one point it's either nico i think it's nico who says something like oh i wonder where my brother is or something about their brother and like there's gonna be a marvel nerd out there that's gonna freak out over that line i'm not that person but Mm -hmm. yeah 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 uh i think that's a wrap on this week's episode of the Tech Raptor Podcast. We hope you enjoyed, and if you did, please feel free to leave us a review, uh, share it with a friend, and maybe hit subscribe if you haven't already. Um, and also check out our socials. We are running a bunch of polls over our crit- What the Critics Got Wrong Award, where- uh, right, we're down to the final four. We're down to the final four. Do you remember what they are? It's, I uh, do, it's, it's Sonic, whatever Frontiers. the fuck it's called. Sonic yeah. Frontiers uh some other game all right uh pokemon sun and sun and moon is on there <laughs> sun uh, and moon wow we're, di- we're digging deep back no, into it's, the... it's uh final fantasy the stranger paradise oh, versus yeah. sonic right now and then pokemon scarlet violet and uh power watch power uh power watch yeah okay so yeah we we're leaving the votes up to our readers up to our audience uh i think we're running the polls on our our main socials so you know you can check the link down below in the show notes or in the description of the video cast your vote we are not voting we are not weighing anything because that would just you know not be in the spirit are the critics yeah Yeah, exactly you're telling us what we got wrong please don't let sonic win Please. Please go vote for Sonic. Um, I just saw it we sold will two be and excluding the bots. Copies. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get Jeff's proprietary technology to exclude the bots. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, please go vote. We would love to see what you think is better than uh, better than we all thought it would be. Better than what the critics said it is. Right. 
Uh, and you can also go to techraptor.net, check out all of our features, reviews, news that we publish every day there. But if you want more of this show, we will be back in your feed next week. Oh, the day after, episode. Yeah, day after Christmas. So happy holidays to everyone. And we will have our uh, Super Mario tournament where we uh, debate and have smart erudite discussions about which Mario <laughs> enemy yeah. is the best. Whatever the best means to you. Uh, you have to There's find out be next some week. fucking angry people, dude. I, I, I think cannot we, wait to see the replies. Like, I think oh, we got gosh. it right. I think I we think, got it right. I think we, I think got, we got, it right. got it right, but I You're cannot right. wait to see other people's justifications. Hundred yeah. percent. So yeah. yeah, do check that out. We'll be back there next week, and we will see you then. Goodbye. <laughs>